So we've been practicing um, at this time for the last few days the meditation on loving kindness and forgiveness. And I thought that today I would begin with a story. So please um, sit and be comfortable, or if you need to lie, story time. Because you may not be aware that there's a story on how the loving-kindness meditation came about. And so the story goes that there's a group of monks that wanted to meditate during uh, the rainy season deep into a forest. And they parted from the Buddha and they traveled to this very remote forest and it was an incredibly beautiful place. Totally uninhabited, totally deep, deep, deep into the forest. And they set up their temporary uh, monastery there, living underneath the trees and practicing very intensively. And unbeknownst to these monks, they lived in the trees, these tree spirits. And at first the tree spirits were no patient, these monks that were staying there. But then after a little bit of time, they began to get a little bit impatient. Why aren't they leaving? This is our forest. And time continued on, and the monks still didn't leave, and then these tree spirits got very, very angry. And they had the capabilities to transform their very beautiful, radiant appearances into an appearance that was very scary-looking very ghastly. And not only that, they could transform their most melody, their voice was like melody, it was like music, they could transform it into screeching howls that would put hair on end. And they transformed their bodies that smelled like lotus blossoms into a stinking stench. Very quickly, these monks realized this forest was inhabited by bad spirits, and they left. Came back to where the Buddha was, and the Buddha asked them, what, what are you doing back here? You were supposed to go away for a longer period of time, and they explained what had happened. And the Buddha said, all right, I want you to go back to that forest and here's a little meditation for you on loving kindness standing this radiating of goodwill above and below and all around in all directions to all beings seen or unseen those born or even yet to being born the tall the short the mighty all beings without any preference. The Buddha invited these monks to practice this every step of the way back to the forest, diffusing themselves with love within 
in extending this goodwill in all directions. The monks walked back towards the forest, and as they got near to the forest, the tree spirits looked into the distance and saw these monks coming, and they were outraged. And they immediately transformed them into appearances that were even more ghastly than before. And they transformed their speech, their voice, into a very hideous howl. It was worse than before. And they admitted from their bodies a stink so smelly you could barely breathe, way worse than before. And they were ready to pounce upon these monks and scare them once and for all, never to return. Well, as the monks came closer and these tree spirits were ready to strike them with terror, something very amazingly happened. These tree spirits felt a breeze, a warm and very delicious breeze. A breeze that was so benevolent and kind that set them immediately at ease. felt safe, felt kind and without talking to one another the tree spirits transformed themselves back into their radiant images some started sweeping the forest floors this is without any of them talking to one another they just set about sweeping the pathways of the forest some gathered wood make a fire of those gathered water. And they received those monks in gladness and ease. They became so curious with what the monks were practicing that they wanted to practice with them, and they began to meditate as well on loving kindness. There's actually a particular term called Metta Chitta Vimuti, which means the liberation of the heart through loving kindness. It is said that these monks and tree spirits practiced throughout the rainy season, and by the end of the season, they all got enlightened and they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> Such is the power of love. There is no greater force in love compared to like a single candle when illuminated in the darkest of the night dispels the darkest around it when we bring these qualities of benevolence and loving kindness into our hearts it will dispel our fears our pain our strife So taking some moments and just feeling into your heart, you've gathered a feeling tone. We've been talking about feeling tones today, that feeling tone of benevolence, of kindness, of love, and inviting it in with you, into your skin, into the flesh, into the bones, 
and into the being, opening into our hearts with kindness. what would it be like to allow yourself to be held with these forces of goodness the floor below you and the earth just below this floor can hold you now we don't even have to put any effort into cultivating the forces of goodness for this floor and earth that is holding you is here and just to allow yourself to be held into the goodness of loving kindness. So it's something we don't have to get, we can just allow, receive, be held. The earth is a wonderful metaphor because it will hold everyone, no exceptions. No matter what we have done, no matter what we have done, allowing and be held in the heart of healing. This place is where amends need to happen, allowing that to happen, forgiving ourselves, making reconciliation with ourselves. Reconciliation for those that we've hurt, for those that have hurt us, opening into this heart of great compassion, doing the best that we could do. Within our own healing, it's wise to know that everything that we've done in our lives, the joys, the sorrows, the good, the bad, if you will, it's all led into this moment. It's all been a part of what's brought us here, opening into this heart of compassion.
pains of feeling unworthy, flawed, deficient can be dissolved. Opening into our heart with great kindness. May we be at ease. We open to loving ourselves as we are. Imperfectly perfect as we are. Allowing space so that feels safe to open into the heart. The beautiful metaphor from a Hafiz poem that speaks about the rose and how did it open and show its beauty to the world. And that it felt the encouragement of the light against its being. Otherwise, we'll remain too frightened. Feeling that encouragement of the light of the heart, opening to kindness for ourselves, what we've done, what we've not done, opening to this heart of great compassion for our own hearts. to our hearts to those that have betrayed us, have hurt us. May they find the gateways into their own hearts. Born out of their unawareness, their fears, the pain that's caused. May each find the gateways into their hearts. to those that I've hurt knowingly, unknowingly from my own fears and my own pain may there be reconciliation So breathing in and out. 
everyone feeling into this body connected to this floor, allowing itself to be held with great kindness. Nothing more that you need to do or to get. Just allow be received, opening into this heart of compassion. So within these qualities of the loving-kindness practice, there's the practices of compassion that we've been working with, reconciliation, loving-kindness. There's also the practices of appreciative joy, or sympathetic joy, the happiness of others' experience, being happy for their happiness. And so much of the time in our lives we come up against things perhaps that we get rubbed in the wrong way. And the possibilities of turning it around, appreciating. For example, a friend of mine told me a story once of being parked at a red light and before he could even hear this car coming up, he was feeling it. Boom. And the music was so loud, the sensations were so strong, and he noticed his mind going to irritation, but then he looked over and saw the person was having a great time. (laughs) And all of a sudden he started digging it. This person's having a good time. This is appreciative joy. Taking the delight in another's happiness. We all have our difficult ones. What about the other perspective of holding that with appreciative joy? Try it on. What would that feel like, even the difficult ones? They're eating their food and they're enjoying it, and we can be happy they're enjoying their food. Or the clothes they're wearing, their happiness with their clothes, or even their ability to strike out at me, they're at least they're having the ability to strike out at me. Really, really happy that, that they can vent, that they can have some experience of release. The appreciative joy, the possibilities that that can be there. There's an old saying in the Dharma, and I think it's very true that Hatred never ceases by hatred. Only love ceases hatred. This is an eternal law. Feeling into that, love ceases hatred. Let it hold you.
Miller Williams writes in a poem, have compassion for everyone you meet, even if they don't want it. And what seems to be conceit, bad manners, or cynicism is always a sign of things no ears have heard and no eyes have seen. You do not know what wars are going on down there where the spirit meets the bone. You do not know what wars are going on down there where the spirit meets the bone. Opening to compassion. So we'll go into some silence together and just finding your own thread in your heart. Just listening to your heart, your own loving kindness, your own practice. And so in these last few minutes of practice, Let us open up into this heart of loving kindness, extending it from within us to those that are near and dear. Those that have been our benefactors, great gratitude to our teachers, our mentors, great gratitude to those that are near and dear to us. Wishing for their health and ease of being. And just as the sun or the moon or the stars shine on all living beings without any exception, failing into those forces of goodwill, letting them spread above and below and in all directions to all beings. To those that live in the earth, to those that live on the earth, to those that live in the waters, or live mostly in the air, extending this goodwill, friendliness, compassion, appreciation and extending to all beings. May they dwell with peace. Letting this loving kindness extend above and below throughout this world, letting it extend throughout this universe boundless is this loving kindness inexhaustible standing these forces of goodwill here and everywhere may all beings know peace It's been my experience as we grow and cultivate our mindfulness, 
The practices of the heart naturally arise. It's a byproduct. Awareness brings sensitivity. Sensitivity brings reverence for all living creatures. Letting our awareness, letting our hearts grow, extending this goodwill to all beings, may all beings be at ease. So I'll just end with the reading. And again, I, I feel that this reading, it's called Kindness by Naomi Shiatnai. <coughs> and as I said, as, as I've grown in awareness, my sensitivity has grown, my awareness of not wanting to cause harm to any being, to cause the least harm Rose and she really encapsulates this in her poem about kindness. She says it's only kindness that makes sense anymore. And that kind of sums it up. But she writes, before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things and feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened broth. And what you held in your hand and what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go so you know how desolate the landscapes can be between the regions of kindness. And how you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop and the passengers eating corn and chicken will stare out the windows forever. And before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where an Indian and a white poncho lies dead on the side of the road, and you must see how this could be you, and how that he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know, kindness has the deepest thing inside. You must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow, and you must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows, and you see the size of that cloth. And then it's only kindness that makes sense anymore. It's only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to gaze at the bread. It's only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say it is I you have been looking for and then goes with you everywhere like a shadow or a friend. Before you know kindness is the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow is the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of that cloth and then it's only kindness that makes sense anymore. And then it's only kindness that makes sense anymore.
May all beings find the gateways into their hearts and be at peace.